Hello, everyone. It's your boy, Official Rico, and you're listening to the Self Approved Podcast. This is not any regular podcast. This is season three, a Canadian and an American. This season is one like never before, still spreading love and positivity, but through the truth. In this week's episode, you will meet your new co-host, find out why 41619 was so important, and why setting deadlines is essential to your life. Let's get into the conversation. It's season three of this podcast. It's finally here. You're trying to figure out what 41619 was all about. 416. I got on your nerves posting it everywhere. And now the moment is actually here. But now before I get into it, the reason why I started to promote this new season like I did is not just because it's a new season. But it's because there's been a new addition to the self-approved family. This person is uh, a Canadian. I think that's all hey, I'm going to say. Hey. And I'm going to let him do the rest. But before I do that, I have to do it. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Official Rico, back with season three of this podcast. Get your ears tuned in. You might want to get a notepad. You might learn something, something or two. I don't know. But let's go ahead and hear from our new co-host, J.O. Stacks. Yo, yo, yo. It is a pleasure to be a part of season three. Honestly, when you asked me, I was uh, was honored. And uh, I guess a little background for myself. As you said, I am Canadian. I'm originally from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. For all you, our American uh, listeners out there, basically the Canadian Montana. It's a mouthful, I know. Uh, Basically, I've been an entertainment entrepreneur for the last 10 years. I went out to Vancouver, took film school out there. And then i just been doing my thing, doing live events, music. Uh, I'm not the artist myself. I'm more the business side of things. But um, that's basically me. I've done a couple podcasts in the past, the Master Debaters and Talking Greatness. But now I'm so proud to be a part of the self-approved team. So thank you so much for bringing me on. No problem, man. Like I told you, I kind of told you the story of me having talked to my moms and she was like, oh, I like him. You should have him. And I said, "Okay." Yep, that store wasn't going any further than that. Uh, <laughs> all we need to know about that is but mama approved. Mama approved. And that's I think, all I need. I think that's the best thing is when mama approved. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. But I, I was really astounded and ecstatic when I began to hear the conversations that we would always have. It wouldn't just be a surface conversation. It would mm-hmm. be very intellectual conversations. And I was like, well, I talk about intellectual things sometimes. So... I wonder if he would be up for it. And I was kind of hesitant to ask you about joining the family because I was like, I don't know what he's going to feel about this. But I'm, I'm really happy that I did. And I know I made the right decision. And like, I wouldn't trade it for nothing in the world to have you. And you're kind of starting to become my big brother. So to have my oh, big brother as that, a co-host yeah. of my podcast, it's it's freaking incredible. I know you got a lot of things to share with us. I know you have a lot to share with me. I've already been learning from you. Like I said, I've been stealing from you. And I'm still not telling you what that is yet. <laughs> but it's, it's really, really dope. 
Actually, one thing before you say the next thing, I just wanted to say that the thing, the reason I'm so happy about this podcast is that, again, our organic conversations before any of this even came up, like we'd just be sitting at the same table right here. Same spots. And just talking in depth. You know, it's, it's hard to find someone we can actually have an in-depth intellectual conversation, you know, passing by. It's usually, hey, how's it going? How's your day? But we were able to tap into that um, that mindset of something deeper. And I just appreciate that since from day one. But now to actually put it to use into a podcast format, I just can't wait. And for the listeners out there, you should hear the stuff we've talked about before. And we hope to be able to pass that on to you now in this podcast. So, yeah, it's it's you already know I can't take compliments. Yeah. So stop. <laughs> Gosh, ugh, it hurts. No, it's it's been a journey getting out here and it's been a journey living out here. Mm hmm. If you don't know, this is a podcast located in Los Angeles. Sunny Los Angeles. City of Angels. And I couldn't be more grateful than to do this. And something that we discussed when I made that proposal is like the same, kind of the same mantras that you go by, the same mantras I go by, the, the positivity and the love. And if you're just not listening to this podcast and you don't know what it's about, listen, this podcast is about spreading love and positivity it's in a, it's on a mission to end self-loathing and self-deprecation to encourage self-love because we make these jokes to fit in. Sometimes we laugh about it, but other times we're crying about it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's time to just stop crying about it and actually getting to work and taking care of it and allowing us to take the power back over what we've allowed to be taken from us or what we feel like the power is taken from us. So without further ado, I think it's time to talk about one of the biggest things that you learn when you come out here to sunny Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and that's how to set deadlines. Deadlines. That's a huge, huge thing. Because uh, you know the saying that goals are dreams with a deadline. Yes. And that was my biggest thing. Like When I was, I've been having the dream of LA since elementary school. Like when I was a kid on the school playground playing basketball, everyone got their names and I was, they gave me the name Kobe. So since a kid, I've always had this fascination with LA. So it's always been a dream. You can even talk to people. I got a a DM the other day and someone's like, oh, eight years ago we were drinking and you're talking about moving to LA. So the whole time it was a dream. But then my good friend of Chi, shout out to Chi, last year or the year before that, he's like, we should move out to LA. And I was like, you know what? Let's do it. And we set a deadline. And because we set that deadline, it set the wheels in motion to get me out here. Again, like this is something that's been, I've been dreaming about doing, but until a deadline was set, that's when it started becoming real. And then, you know, obviously the results speak for themselves and we are out here now. You know, it's funny that you, you make mention of that very specific story because I, I kind of have one like that. It's not the same exact thing by like just moving out here. I... Over last summer in 2018, oh my God, it's 2019. I know, it's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Sheesh. Um, But um, at the beginning of the summer in 2018, I was talking about moving. I've been kind of like you, been talking about moving Mm -hmm. to LA. This was going to be my home. I'm going to get there. I don't care what anybody says. This is going to happen for me. And I was like, okay, you know what? Now that things are taken care of, I'm not making any more excuses. Excuses is just going to create more steps for me to walk up. And I'm not about walking a lot of stairs. Right. So why don't I just 
actually put in motion instead of talking about it, instead of planning it, now actually putting work behind what I'm doing. And I was like, so by August, da da da, I'm moving to LA. I'm starting my life as an actor, not only that, but just pursuing my life of where I want to be. Mm-hmm. And I set that deadline. I told, you know, mom about it and she was all for it. She was like, yep, we're going to get you out there. You're going to go and do it. You've been wanting to do this forever. And I promise you, any one of my family members, either they said that I was going to move out here, they've heard me talking about moving out here, something about living in Los Angeles or working in Los Angeles or however you want to organize the thought, I guess, to say, it's always been, I will be in Los Angeles. Right. And now, guess what, baby? I'm here. And it's because I decided to set a deadline and I pushed myself to set this deadline and to keep this deadline because we set them Mm -hmm. and sometimes we don't keep them well even with this podcast you know when we started you asked me about it this was basically only a couple weeks ago yeah (laughs) but what made this happen is the deadline of 416 yeah without the 416 deadline we would be probably you know a lot of projects happen. Let's talk about, oh, it's a great idea, terrific idea. Right. But then since there's no deadline, so then nothing happens with it. Because right. we had a concrete deadline right out the gates, and now it's, it's happening. And that's, I think it's people need, to, everyone needs to set deadlines. Regardless yeah. of the situation, it can be a big deadline, it can be a small deadline. Um, even with me, like I, I've noticed too, like I do, I, I'm a big planner. I strategize, I plan months in advance. But people think you have to go big with your deadlines. You could do it with small things. And even if you don't meet that deadline or your goal by that deadline, it just it gives you an opportunity to relook at everything and be like, okay, I've hit this deadline. I'm not where I need to be, but now I can replan everything. I can mm-hmm. re-strategize where I'm going Rework go it. Yeah. Exactly. So and I see think- what you should make up from what you either miss getting to that deadline or what kept you from hitting what exactly. you wanted to hit in that deadline. And like you said... Uh, this the reason why four sixteen nineteen was set, and I guess I can tell you because yeah. the same time that this podcast come out is the same time that the big project that came before this. Actually, for our listeners, technically it's out now, so you it's can't out it. now, basically. Yes. Yeah. So, um, at the beginning of this year, EGOT winner John Legend released a song called "Preach," and it was an efforts to fundraiser to help raise money, and I'll tell you more about that later. But basically, he had selected people, certain people to create videos, dance videos for that song and to um, be in in basically sponsorship or be in partnered with that campaign. And I was one of the ones chosen to create a dance video to that. I had no idea what I was going to do, when it was going to come out, when I was going to actually record it. And then I set the deadline to have shot this video on March 7th along with two other projects and a big photo shoot. And then I was like, okay, you know what? Now my editor got the footage. Mm-hmm. Now I just got to tell. Have you seen it yet? I haven't seen. Okay. I've seen like 10 seconds. Okay. So you're still in anticipation. I'm still in big anticipation. <laughs> like I'm really excited about it. But he was like, when do you need this? And I was like, I don't know. And he was like, wait, find out when do you actually need this so I can have it done and give it to you before it's time. And I'm not giving it to you the day of. And I was like, okay. And then I found out 41619. 
And I was like, that's a weird day. It's on a Tuesday. Why is that? Mm -hmm. That's weird. And then I just paid attention and I was like, okay, you know what? It's a deadline. Let me pass on this deadline to the editor and to be the big release day. And then I realized, oh, there's these other projects that also comes out. I can just set it on the same day and go ahead and start taking care of all of this and have it out by the time it needs to come out. And so out now on my YouTube channel and Facebook is the big project I was just talking about in partnership with John Legend's campaign. The music or the song is called Preach. And I think you're going to really enjoy it. So I'm talking about it that it's out now, but I've only seen like 10 seconds of it. (laughs) So, but I I know that it's going to be good. But here's the thing. The definition of deadline is the latest time or date by which something should be completed. Other words Mm -hmm. that go with this word deadline is limit, finishing date, finishing time, a target date, target time, a cutoff point. Biggest things that we tend to do is like, oh, yeah, cool. That's that's when we need to have this turn in. I'll do it the day before. Right. But if you really take a look where it says the actual definition of a deadline, which is the latest time or date by which something should be completed. If you think about that, it's really telling you that, hey, get this done before the deadline, because mm-hmm. this is the last day that it should be turned in. Yeah, that's Not something that I would suggest to all the listeners out there is that setting hard deadlines and soft deadlines. That Small deliverables that. leading up to a hard deadline, because that's the thing, as you just said, it's so easy, okay, I don't need to get it done till the 30th. Right. 29th rolls around, oh shit, I haven't done anything. Exactly. But if you set a soft deadline for, say, the 15th and say, I have to have half the project done or have to have specific objectives done before then, mm-hmm. then it makes it a lot easier coming into the final days of that deadline. Mm-hmm. If you look at any of our, like any person of success that you look up to, they are people of deadlines and many smaller deadlines. Again, like we, we both work with studios all the time. Mm-hmm. And do you think they don't have deadlines? <laughs> They're the one that have the most deadlines. Exactly. They, and they have numerous deadlines. Yeah. And they adhere to those. Or, you know, if you don't, you get fired or you lose a lot of money. And so then you get fired. Exactly. Because they don't do the losing money. They don't. Um, but it's, it's, we, it's funny that you say that because we don't think, again, about those soft deadlines. Mm-hmm. And those soft deadlines is what make it easy to get to the hard deadline. Uh, something that you guys kind of know about, but just to kind of remind you, and you may be hearing about this for the first time. So I wrote a book. Uh, no big deal, right? It just took three years. You heard it here first. (laughs) But the book is called Officially Me, and this book has, like, always been one of the biggest projects that I think I could ever work on. Of course, other than being in movies and blah, 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 Mm -hmm. but as a writer, you have to begin to set so many deadlines Mm, for that. Because you you got to be like, okay, I'm going to have brainstorm, brainstorm done by this time. I, I got to have this chapter done or these many chapters done by this time. And then these many chapters done by this time. And then I have to go and edit and read through and then send this to the editor and then send this and then do the photo shoot for this. And so many deadlines go into the creation of something that people hold in their hands to enjoy. Right. And it's it makes a big difference. Because I can sit here... And 
I've done it before in high school. I crammed a whole paper in that was due at 12 o'clock the next day. I did it at 11 o'clock mm-hmm. that day. I think we're all guilty. <laughs> right. Especially in high school. And so I know that I can do it, right? I know I could do that. And I didn't care, though, about mm-hmm. that. I was just like, got to get it turned in. Get the grade. Cool. Yeah. But with this being a big baby of mine, I was like, I really, really need to pay attention to this project that I'm doing. And so if you're trying to get, like me, get the book, to get the book published, you have to go through all of these people. Mm-hmm. It's not just you. It's now this big team of people. And now they're expecting you to get this in by this time. Because once you proposed a book or once you proposed it, you now say, uh, I want this out by this date right? or this month of this year. And they're going to hear that and they're going to keep that. And they're not going to change it for anything. Now it's your responsibility. Now you got to be like, okay, in order for me to get to that date and to have everything done, because it's not just one thing. It's not just you writing the book and it's getting edited and then you put it out there. No, you got to do marketing. You got to do photo shoots. You got to have promotional material, all of this stuff. And if you don't set those deadlines to get all of this done, you're gonna, it's going to be like you're turning into a paper for your teacher. Nobody's going to want to read it because nobody cared about who wrote it or you didn't even care about when you wrote it. And so I think the only thing I'm saying with that is when it comes to setting these soft deadlines, it's really, really important. And I think that should be stressed way more than what we do. Mm-hmm. And some of us probably haven't even heard what a soft deadline is. We probably never heard exactly. that term before. We're just like, deadline, turn it in. Okay. But now, with me being in college, with me being an actor, and all this other stuff that I'm doing, I'm like, oh, God, this is all due on the same day, and I can't do it all on the same day. And so I need to figure out what days I'm going to set aside to do these things and when should I have these done so I don't turn in crap. Exactly. And I think that's the big thing. Is It's up to you. Do you want to turn in crap or do you want to turn in something that is, is quality? Right. And I think quality wins all the time. For me, I know. And I know for you as well that quality means a lot, especially with the work that we do. Like you said, you work with, you work, we work within studios and that's how they make their money. Yeah, that's a tough thing too is actually this is, might be devil's advocate to the um, conversation, but I saw Us last mm-hmm. week, and you know it's been a lot of people love it. I didn't think it was a bad movie, but I felt that Jordan Peele probably could have went through another draft. And I feel that because of the success of Get Out, mm-hmm. that he was pushed to adhere to a deadline that he could have priced it if he would could have waited another year. That's where deadlines can actually be a bad thing is when you push towards a deadline that is like just unachievable. I think just through in the, the plot lines of that specific movie, mm-hmm. a couple more drafts through, as I just said. But then again, you're dealing with the business side of things. Right. That's where hard deadlines, huge. Like these are millions and millions of dollars at the table. So they can't really push it to, say, the next quarter because, you know, he, it, the draft isn't ready. Right. So that was, I know, that might be a controversial statement with some <laughs> I know, Right, right. Again, I'm not saying... Us was a bad movie. Of course not. I was just saying that some of the, the things that just didn't connect, and I think that was because it was rushed through. Because, again, Get Out was so popular in this, with the studios behind it. They're probably mm-hmm. like, Jordan, we need this script by this date. So we can start production by this date, 
and we can release by this date. Right. So again, deadlines are very important in general, but sometimes in the creative field, it can actually be a not so good thing. Definitely so. And if you think about it, I, while you were saying that, I was just thinking about how there's all of these big artists out there, not just actors, not just writers, not just filmmakers, but these people that write songs, release albums, you hear them all the time working on a new project. Mm-hmm. At the be- You could have heard them say that at the beginning of 2018, working on a new project. By the end of 2018, still haven't released yeah. that project. And then you're like, okay, when is, when is this project going to come out? What, what are you doing? And then you realize that all along they've been setting you up to build up that deadline. And it's like, ah, it'll be out this date next year. Yeah. And then you're like, why is it taking this long? And then you think that, okay, this is going to be one of the best projects ever, man. But then you have to take into consideration you are writing all of these. You're starting to write. Mm-hmm. And it takes writing takes about three months, depending on who you are. And then you go in and record and then go in and edit. That's a whole year right there. And, that's the, and you can't force creativity. Exactly. You and know, it has to flow naturally. And that's, again, that's exactly the deadline can actually be detrimental. Exactly. And that's exactly where I was about to go is you can tell the quality in different products, mm-hmm. in, in different you know, albums and different movies. You can tell what was forced and what wasn't. And this may be the most controversial thing I will ever say on this podcast. <laughs> oh, God, here it comes. But Star Wars Uh-oh, have been coming oh. out so frequently that people have been getting upset because they're like, well, it's losing story. Or mm-hmm. this is, you know, it's missing this. I didn't get the same thing that I got from the last one. Or I'm starting to lose interest in this because they're like, we need to keep getting these bad boys out. And even with the... Sorry, but not sorry. These Marvel movies, we got to get these bad boys out because this is breaking exactly. in the money. And now you go in and you're watching and you're like, well, that was bad. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why it was that bad, and it's not like the first one, because the first one didn't have a, de- a forceful deadline to say, oh, wait, we got to keep the attention of the people. So we're going to keep putting these out. No, the first one was like, uh, we're going to get them with this one. And it took them... Normal production takes about two, one to two years before that product comes out. For sure. They, like, they were shooting, um, I can talk about it because it's already out, but they were shooting Ellen Game of Games. One of my close friends was on that show. And you want to know when they shot that? It's 2019 now. They shot that in May of 2018. Wow. And it's just now coming out. Just thinking about that too, like most movies, the, I guess, original scored movies. Mm-hmm. The writers usually take years to write that. Yeah. And then, so, you know, you, you write it, take all this time, then you had to take this time to get it, you know, produced. Mm-hmm. But then when it's successful, they want to get it, you know, reap the benefits right. while it's hot. Yeah. So then they have to write another screenplay in six months so they yeah. can be in production and have it out within the next two years. Exactly. And then that's, that's the one of, that's the biggest thing right there is you got to get it while it's hot. Mm-hmm. And then they don't realize that, oh, we just messed up. Big time. Right. They're not going to like this. No, it's, hey, you did a good job on this one. This made over $29 million in the box office. I need another one in the next three months. Let's do it. Right. What? And then you have to realize also that even if you have written something and you pitched it, 
Now you have to wait until studios back you up. Mm-hmm. And then you get the finances for it. And then it still doesn't go anywhere until it goes into production. And then once it goes into production, then you better hope it goes into post-production when you want it to. And then, like, there, so there's so much that goes into these projects. And if you don't have that deadline set, you're risking every single thing pertaining to that project. Yeah. And again, like, get it while it's hot. The most detrimental thing to a deadline or to creativity is get it while it's hot. All right, I just released this album this month. Oh man, they're loving it. Let, let me. I I gotta get out another one. They they. Oh man, they love this one. And then you listen to that one, and you're like, no. Nope. That's the thing. Every artist, every musician, every, you hear this all the time. Uh, it's just not like their first album. Yes. And that's, and that's. It makes so much sense because they were in a space of most likely they were you know didn't have the funds or they're from a place where they actually can dive into their creativity but then the money takes over due to, again to these deadlines yeah you can hear that we should do a word count on how many times we say deadlines in this episode right you know what <laughs> let's just go ahead and make a drinking game as many times as you yes. hear this word drink something you're gonna be drunk as shit <laughs> basically <laughs> Uh, but also too, but then um, I think the goal is be big enough where deadlines don't matter. Who? Because James Cameron, he is the perfect example of that. Um, so you know Avatar. Mm-hmm. So I believe he wrote the original Avatar like five or six, actually almost a the decade. Original. Yes. Avatar. Yeah, like years before. But the reason he didn't produce it at the time because he didn't have the technology he felt that would be t- sufficient to what he saw. Mm-hmm. So he waited. He waited for the right time. Cause, but then in the meantime, he worked on these other projects. He became so big. He's the biggest director in the game. Now we have these... Because uh, the last Avatar came out in what? 2000... I don't even know what it is. But it's Probably been years. Probably 12. But now, I guess... But they're shooting like three back to back to back. And they're what? Sh- yeah, they're shooting three of them all in sequence. And then they're going to release them year after year after year. So that's a different angle. But we waited probably almost a decade... It's at least a decade. I know you're bringing that up right now. The last one is 2009. Wow. So, yeah, I think the next one is coming out this year. Uh, so, it be 10 years? Either this year or next year. Avatar. It says Avatar 2 in 2020. Yeah. And actually, another example of that would be Dr. Dre. Detox. Detox has been coming out for the last 10 years. And there's no... <laughs> so True. He's yeah, so that's that right. No one cares about the deadline for him. He's still making money. Yeah, because it's him. And then, you know, so he's, you know, if you become big enough, again, they do have deadlines. Yeah. They do have deadlines. However, though, when it comes to the studios, um, they are going to back down on hard deadlines because they know that the creative is going to be so strong that it's going to overpower that. They're going to make more money because the creative will be good enough. Or dare I say, they don't, they care, but they don't care too much because they know at any time this creator says that we're going to do this, all of their followers, all of their fan base is going to jump on it immediately. Right. So it doesn't really matter when you're like, all right, you know, we released this one in 2008. Mm-hmm. Now we need to release another one in 2009. They No, now we need to release another one in 2019. And guess what? The followers of that person, say that Ellen decided to 
released something in 2008, and then the next time she released it in 2019. One, it's probably going to be a way bigger following For because sure. of, oh my God, it's Ellen. But also, those original fans, it's going to be like, okay, she's <laughs> finally bringing out something else, which builds anticipation because also, if you think about it, the longer they make you wait, the more you're like, oh, this one's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Or they're finally coming out with another one. This person, quote unquote, returns. And that adds to this like jim carrey he disappeared right i mean also for mental health reasons but he disappeared everybody almost everybody loves jim carrey and we're like bro when is he coming back oh my god jim carrey where are you man and now he's back he's back with more people back with new projects and like it was like he was never gone (laughs) to begin with you know what i mean and so it's these deadlines, yeah, they're like, all right, it's, it's, we got we to gotta get this one out. But they're not going to push it as hard as still a greenlit person in the industry. Right. You know? It's a little bit riskier. Right. And if you don't know what, a, what to be green in the industry mean, it means like somebody that's new into acting, somebody that's new into music or performing or something like that, being green is being new into whatever industry you're going into. So... Me, I'm just really now getting into the industry, and so I'm still green. Those deadlines, oh, they matter to me. Mm-hmm. Definitely. They're <laughs> they pushed. definitely matter to me. They're being pushed. I'm being notified about them every week, almost every other day, if not every day. But say that I was in this big project with this big, huge star, maybe Taraji P. Henson. Mm-hmm. We're just going to put that out there. But... <laughs> I'm not going to be pushed to be off book or she's not going to be pushed to be off book more than I am going to be. Because mm-hmm. they're like, we're riding on you. You're new. We just took a chance on you. With her, we know she got this. Right. But with you, I don't know what you can do. I don't know what you're about. So I need you to get these lines memorized. This is your deadline for it. Right. Be off book. And as an actor, you hear that all the time. Be off book by this date. And if you're not... You just messed up. There's a hundred others who have it off book. Has off book immediately. And they don't mind. It saves... I mean, yeah, they kind of spend more money, but also it saves them time Mm -hmm. to be like, you know what? Fire, bring in the one that knows it. They'll take a chance on the one that don't know it. And that's not as good as in that role as you are. But guess what? They know the lines you don't. You're wasting their time. They're not. Mm -hmm. And so when you think about that, to stress having deadlines way more. It's just like, get them done or you're going to get gone. Right. Especially in this industry. Like I just said, so like in a sitcom, if you don't know how they shoot sitcoms, so Mondays you have table reads, you get introduced to the cast and the crew and all of these people. Tuesday, there's a rewrite. There's, you know, then another kind of table read. And then Wednesday, you get to rehearse and Thursday, you rehearse and kind of shoot stuff. And then Friday, that's the big shoot. And then they send it to the studios to be put on TV. And so take note of what I just said. You get about... One or two rehearsals with the cast themselves before it's time for you to perform. If you are not off book by then, by those two, because as an actor, you, you might get a whole script today and your agent tells you or the people call and be like, you know what? Be off book by Sunday. We need you on Monday. 
I just got it today. That's not an excuse. Well, even too, like um, I've seen, you know, from the agency side, we've had auditions for actors where they'll literally have to be off book in like a few well, hours, yeah, right? Exactly. They like, get there's a little turnaround, and you know, sure, the audition's a little bit easier because you only have to a little bit of like couple lines for sides. But right. However, though, you have to be off book with immediately, essentially. Yeah, I I am I'm taught by industry professionals that they do this all the time, and one of my professors just told me I get to brag about them. His name is Troy Metcalf. He was on Superstore and in the middle. Okay. Anyway, um, he was just telling us about the story where his agent sent him a 12-page, um, basically a 12-page script for that show that week. And he sent it at 12 a.m. on a Monday. And he had to be on the lot, memorized by... 8 a.m. on Damn. Monday. 12 pages he had to have memorized. Be on the lot, ready to go. And usually midnight, that's usually right when you're going to sleep. Exactly. 8 a.m. when you wake he up. And he lost so much sleep. He, pr- he said he probably got maybe an hour. Because in acting, acting isn't easy. You have to develop these characters. You have to find this and you have to connect this. And there's so much work that goes into it. And you being... Basically hit that deadline in the next, what, seven hours? That's a lot. But imagine getting a 22-pager, which is a whole episode, and you're almost on every one of those pages. And that's the thing, too. Is like when it comes to the industry, once you're in it, it's a lot easier to adhere to deadlines because there's so many other people involved that mm. there is the pressure to do it. Yeah. I think where people struggle is when you're just by yourself, when you're a one-man show you're just getting into the industry and you don't know where to start. You got to burn the boats if you want to take the island. Mm-hmm. I have to have my demo written by the 30th of May. Mm-hmm. You're burning your boats and saying it has to be done. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that's the only way it will get done is when you say, okay, this is it. And you have to go all in. Because um, when you by yourself, there's less accountability. And that's the hardest thing for people. And if you're out there... Please listen to that and take that to heart. Is you have to be accountable to yourself to because a deadline is useless if you don't adhere to it. If you don't, right. it's useless. It's just uh, you're wasting your time. It's setting just a them. number. It's just a exactly. number. Like self approved podcast. Well, the Podcoin app pays you to listen to this podcast and every podcast. It's the podcast player that pays. Just get the Podcoin app on iPhone or Android. It's free and super easy to use. You can use the PodCoin you earn to claim gift cards or donate to charity. It literally is amazing. It turns your podcast listening into charity, or if you like, just get some Amazon or Starbucks gift cards. I use the PodCoin app to do all my podcast listening now, and I love it. Go get it on the App Store on Android or iPhone today. Seriously, just go get the PodCoin app and use invite code SELFAPPROVED. You'll get 300 PodCoin just for signing up if you use my code. That's 300 PodCoin just for signing up if you use the code S-E-L-F-A-P-P-R-O-V-E-D. Go give the PodCoin app a try today. I'm sure me and you, or you and I, to be grammatically correct, grammar, yes. <laughs> it, we've heard the saying many times, oh my God, I never see you. You're always busy. I never mm-hmm. get to hang out with you. I never. And those are normally what you call a hustler. Mm-hmm. And it's not in a bad way. It's in a good way. And these are, yeah, we're always working. But also, if you think about it, 
we do have those moments and times where we get so damn tired and we're like, oh, we can't do anything else right. or I, I, my brain isn't functioning. But then you think about it and you're like, freak, procrastination is a hustler's worst enemy. Definitely is. Definitely is. And not, and even if you're not, quote unquote, a hustler that's always busy, it's still your worst enemy. Because if you're trying to do something and you're always pushing it back, you're never going to get it done. Mm-hmm. And it's never going to have the same effect that it was supposed to have if you're continuing to push this back. The more you push it back, the more energy you take from it, the more you forget about it. And then you remember maybe two weeks down the line, you're like, whoa, wait, this is due? Yeah. And then you're like, ah, yeah, that is due. All right, I'm going to just put some stuff together. Whereas when you got it and you all, as soon as you heard, oh, you got this project due, and then your mind just went to spinning. It's like, yep, I can do this. I can do this. I can, oh, this is going to sound good. And then I'm like, mm, but I'll wait. Until, you know, I get home. Or I'll wait until I got this party this weekend. I'll wait. I, I'll do it on Sunday. Sunday comes. I'm pretty tired. And then I will kind of forgot about it. And it's pretty late. I'll wait. Oh, my God. Monday. Oh, it's Monday. I'll wait. And then that's the thing. And you're pushing your deadlines. You exactly. St- you still have deadlines, but you're not enforcing them. Exactly. Okay, well, I'll just push the deadline till tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes. And, well, I don't feel so good. Push it to the next day. Oh, well, I'm going to go do this instead. And then comes your actual hard deadline that someone else has put down for you. Exactly. And then you miss it. And then that hurts your credibility. That jeopardizes, could in many cases, jeopardize your career. Yes, sir. You know, so that's um, that's a big thing. People just need to, again, it's a lot of accountability. Yeah. And um, never leave something that can be done today for tomorrow. Because a lot of the times... It, it's only going to take 10, 15 minutes. Well, it, depending on what it is. Depending on what it is. But yeah. a lot of the times, these small things, and that's the thing, I've learned success is of doing a bunch of small things great. So Whoa, just, wait, say that again. Doing a lot of small things great. Success is doing a lot of small things great. Yes. So it's like, you know, it's people get trapped in this big, big, broad stroke of like, okay. This is what I need to get done. But they don't look at the small things. When someone's like, okay, I can just get this done. The small thing, that can help you propel yourself to success. But then if you don't, you push it off to the next day. Mm -hmm. Then you have one extra thing that gets pushed into tomorrow's agenda. So then, and then leads it to Friday. And then you have three days worth of stuff to do because you didn't do that one thing you could have done each day right and when we first started this podcast you talked about how it was 416 was the big release date for this right but also one of the thing i gave you a deadline exactly you remember when we were first starting the starting to get everything situated and i was working on the website and i was like i need your bio by this day Mm -hmm. exactly perfect by 12 a.m right and you, you I, I, of course you were busy and you had other work to do, but you're like, you know, I, I, I get that to you. I get that to you. And then you did, you know, other stuff and then you chilled and then you're like, right, I got to get that to you. I was thinking about that. I got you. And then you did it. But the thing about it is with a whole hour of that deadline to spare, mm-hmm. it was turned in. And ironically too, like if you remember... It only took me 10, 10 minutes if, or so. We'll yeah. say 10 to 15 minutes. I could have easily done that. 
I, I had 10 to 15 minutes over the, la- the previous couple of days that I could have done it. Yeah. But then I'm only human. Procrastination got the best of me. Of course. That's in your you know, And that's the thing I want everyone to know is that we're all human. We're no one's perfect. Even though like we can, everyone can preach something, everyone has lapses in it. But as long as you have the principles in place and you try each day to like, live up to those, that's half the battle. But again, again, we're all human. Sometimes we're going to procrastinate. But as long as we hit that hard deadline and we hit it, that's the biggest thing. But again, it does help, too, with accountability of having someone on your team. Just say, okay, you know, you still, because you just said, I need that for uh, midnight. Yeah. So I was like, okay, got you. I got you. Right. right? So, I, and I, I remember stopping you and I was like, you got about three hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then turn around and I got it within that next hour and it was up. And I was like, whoa, this is actually like. This is a great bio. Yeah. <laughs> and though sometimes having that deadline on your mind and also when you first get it, you're like, oh, yeah, I can do this and I can do that. But then also taking your time to sit there and be like, OK, I'm not going to do it now. I'm going to. And sometimes. OK, this is going to sound weird, but sometimes procrastination makes the product better. Actually, I think we've talked about this in our previous conversations off off the podcast. Was that there is a gray area with everything? Yes. No, we are you know pushing the the philosophy of deadlines, but sometimes I'm not saying miss deadlines, but sometimes it does make sense to push things off. Just again with the Jordan Peele example, there was hard deadlines, but if he would have just took a little bit extra time, I think he would have been able to fill those plot holes. Yeah. Same yeah. concept here. It's, it's not black and white like everyone thinks. There is a gray area, and, and there has to be proper balance to get a proper product. Definitely. And if you, we've all said it, and it's all happened, and we've all seen it done. And you're like, oh, when did you do this? You're like, um, two hours before it was due. Yeah. And it was one of the best things, one of the best presentations mm-hmm. you could have possibly put together, one of the best papers. You just got a whole A plus on. And listen, we're not telling you to procrastinate, <laughs> but there is a power also, and that, there's that gray area about kind of procrastinating, mm-hmm. which is maybe if I do take this time and I'm under this pressure, I'm going to produce something great because I know... Right. All of what I could have done, I didn't. So now I have ground to make up for. Mm-hmm. And just like you were saying, you're being an entrepreneur. But now imagine how powerful procrastination would be if you had absolutely no deadlines at all. Exactly. This I still, is your assignment. I would still be in Canada right now. I'm sure. We, we would have never been able to do season three together. Exactly. And I probably wouldn't even be out here because I'm like, all right, I want to do it. How many people in life said, I want to do it and have yet to do anything? Oh, I've and I'm met many people. Sorry, but not sorry to offend the ones of you that's listening to this that might be sitting on the couch right now that still haven't moved out your parents' basement at 31. Maybe you should have been did something when you said you were going to do it. Exactly. But so when you and I both are like entrepreneurs we we've started our own like company and we've been doing our own work and so when like we decided to take control of our own lives and become entrepreneurs no one was around to tell us what to do and when to do it and then we I'm pretty sure we had to quickly learn that we had to be our own boss and had to set deadlines for ourselves or we would be going nowhere mm-hmm. fast like we would be going nowhere fast because I could say and I, I, I'll use this example as an actor. 
most of us don't have agents. Right. Especially once just getting in here. But we're like, oh yeah, we want to be on TV. We're going to be on TV. How many auditions have you gone to? Oh, see, I couldn't make this one because you want to be on TV. How many auditions have you gone? I didn't go this time because... But you want to be on TV. Yeah, I want to get this Oscar, but you have yet to go to any audition. And you expect to have a casting director take you seriously? An agent, for God's sake, to take you seriously? And be like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to sign you and I'm going to work with you and we're going to... They can't... You can't even trust yourself to be like, this audition is this time, be there this time, and then do this. And that could have been one of the one of the auditions that got you blown up and you actually yeah. did get that Oscar role. But guess what? You missed it because you were procrastinating, because you didn't set that deadline. And when you get an audition, you get sides if it's not a cold read. And right. a cold read is when you walk into the room and then they give you the script. But... Most of the time you get sides. And a lot of people sometimes prefer you to be memorized. And then you get that, like, you get those sides maybe a day or two before that audition. That's not, it's not an excuse to say, oh, I just got this. They, one casting director from the mouth of casting directors has said, I don't like that. Because we just got it. Mm-hmm. They just got it from their directors or their producers to give to you. And that's why you just got it. And also, everybody else just got it. But why are they memorizing you're not? It's, it's basically the difference between professionals and amateurs. I've learned, too, like where I'm from, obviously, is not a big media market. I've always, I've always been around creative people. And since I've been out here so working with a talent agency, I see the clear difference now between professionals and amateurs. People can be very talented. There's a lot of talented people out there. Yeah. But there's people, those, there's a lot of them who don't conduct themselves as professionals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember this Mike Tyson. I think it was a, I don't know if it was a documentary or a, a biopic about him. Mm-hmm. But they asked him, like, well, Mike, what, what's a professional? And he was just like, well, someone who, it's his trainer asking him this. And he's like, well, someone who gets you know, paid to do what they want, right? Right. And his trainer was like, no, it's someone who sh- um, shows up no matter how they're feeling, they show up every single day. And that's the same thing with acting is it doesn't matter what you have on the agenda. You have to show up. You have to have everything memorized. And that's what really separates the professionals from the amateurs. You know, that's like, again, working at this agency, I've really learned who I need to be working with and who not to be working with. You can get that. You can basically see that right off the bat now. You can yeah. see a person's demeanor on how they conduct themselves. If they show up late to their first meeting with you, that's an indicator. Sure, L.A., you know, there's traffic problems. There is a hundred reasons to be late for something. A hundred reasons to be late. However, though, do not be, if you show up late, that's the first indication that you're not taking this seriously. Here's the thing. In, in the industry, we say being 15 minutes is on time, mm-hmm. being on time is late, and being late, well, you're just not going to get it. Yeah. So you schedule for traffic. You right. schedule for things to happen. So you leave maybe an hour and a half early just so you'll be there before your time is time. Like for me, I went to this meeting with this, uh, with this industry and like it's, it's really cool. It was with this agency and they were like, yeah, can you be here by 2.30? I was like, I almost said no. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, wait, yeah, I can. <laughs> and so I left. 
at 12.30. They want the, the meeting started at 2.30. I left at 12.30. So all the traffic that wanted to happen, whatever decided wanted to try to stop me, had ample amount enough time to that I could still be there before 2.30 and sit in the waiting room for about 15 minutes. Because that shows dedication. That shows Mm -hmm. that, speaking of deadlines, I set a deadline to leave by 12.30, to be there by 2 or by 2.15. Bam, two deadlines right there. And now I'm being considered at, at this agency. Again, too, that comes back to the soft deadline. Soft deadline. Which is huge. And I think a lot of people don't understand how important that soft deadline is. Yeah. Because that, that, so, that soft deadline gives you that buffer zone. Heaven forbid something does happen. You're driving, there's an accident on the road. Uh, a street is you know, shut down for, for any reason. Mm-hmm. It still gives you that time that you will still most likely be on time for mm-hmm. your scheduled thing. So again, soft deadlines are a huge thing I think a lot of people overlook. And especially in LA because we, I mean, we live in LA. Yeah. You're in the city where they do construction for a living. <laughs> and not only that, but they they shoot things. And they shoot on these streets. They shoot in certain places and shoot as in filming. Right. Let's make that clear. <laughs> um, and at any time before you know, these roads have been blocked off. And now you got to reroute yourself. You don't know how long that's going to take you. But setting that deadline... Those soft deadlines and like, okay, I'm going to leave this time and get there by this time. Those are two soft deadlines. Being there by a certain time and being like, I'm going to be in that waiting room by this time. That's a hard deadline. And it worked out for me because even that day they were shooting on the street that I was supposed to be going. It was a straight shot. Then I ended up having to go around, reroute myself and go through traffic. Sat there for a good 15, 20 minutes. Crap, I'm going to be late. Oh, wait. No, I'm not. Because by the time I got there, it was 2.15. Those soft deadlines, kind of, it kind of saves you from not looking professional. And as you, can, as you can imagine, creating deadlines take a huge amount of self-control. And that's huge. kind of what we were talking about the whole time. Is It takes a huge amount of self-control. And that's why sometimes you have to force them upon yourself. And it's not just you... Um, being like, yep, this is the deadline. All right, this is the deadline. Cool, this is the le- deadline. As you can see, I've been posting up to this big project release for so many times. And this is kind of forcing it upon myself to be like, all right, we need to do this. You put it out there so we you need to, to do drop this. it. You now have promised it to, even if only one person saw it, you promised it to that one person. They saw this date and they're like, all right, something big or something's coming out on this date. They keep posting about it. And then you don't do it. And one thing I want to add on to that is if you're self-aware enough, you know you're bad at procrastinating. Mm-hmm. It is so important. Go find someone that has, is like-minded and join forces with them. Because, again, accountability is a lot easier when you have someone to bounce off of. Like, That's very true. Again, it's, it's so easy to fall off the wagon with anything if you're by yourself. Oh, my God. Wait. Say wagon again. Wagon? I can't, how did I say it? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> you like, said wagon. Wagon? Oh my god. <laughs> Fall off the wagon. <laughs> okay, sorry. Continue. But yeah, it's, it's if you if you know, if you're self-aware enough, like, hey, why am I like this? Why am I always missing deadlines? Yeah. Go find someone. Go mm-hmm. find someone. 
bring them on your team, and I guarantee you, just make sure they're not procrastinators too. But chances, even if they are, two procrastinators most likely will do some some good together. Hopefully, right. right. Also, we got to get over the thing that we make deadlines in our head. Yeah. Do you know how much goes on in our head? Oh. There's no such thing as making a deadline in your head because you're not going to remember it. We barely remember what we walked in the room for. Yeah. And so you say, oh, yeah. Do you know, I don't remember half the stuff we were talking about on this podcast at the beginning. Exactly. All I remember is deadlines, deadlines, <laughs> Let's deadlines. Be, Exactly. <laughs> and so, like, we, we, that's one of the biggest things. It's like, oh, yeah, we did set a deadline. Where? Uh, in my head? Yeah, and that's another thing what? too with anything is if it's a deadline, if it's an idea, writing it down and putting it down, put, basically putting it, manifesting into the physical universe. And is it's kind huge. of making a promise to yourself mm-hmm. because your eyes is seeing what you're thinking. Now that it's on that paper and you've read it, you're like, oh, wait, okay, this is going to stick. And that's where social media can actually be a really good thing. As you said, you've been posting on social media mm-hmm. and now it's like to your followers. You don't want to look like an idiot. I've been asked so many times, what does 4-16-19 mean? Because you know 4-16 comes around, someone's going to ask you. And if there's nothing to show, then you're going to, oh, I'm not going to pay attention to his shit anymore. Why would I listen? Exactly. he's not credible anymore. Exactly. You've been saying that you're going to post this, and I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. It's 12 (laughs) o'clock. There's nothing here. And there will be people like that. And there are people like that. And all my life, I tried to make sure... Especially since I've started getting into my own stuff where I told one person. If I didn't tell everybody or I didn't start posting about it, I told one person. I was like, ask me about it. Continue to ask me about it. Ask me how far I've gotten on it. And it's because you have to find that accountability partner. Mm -hmm. It's not, yeah, I can do this by myself. But also, behind every strong man, there's a stronger woman. Right. Behind every strong woman, there's a stronger man. It's 2019. Mm-hmm. Equal. But there's somebody back there behind them, pushing them, reminding them. These celebrities, they're not in charge of their own lives. They have teams to manage them and to keep them Any with the deadline. Any, Any great, great person. person that has a team behind them or somebody saying, you got to go to this meeting. You got to be here at this time. You got to be at this dress rehearsal at this time. You got to be in this outfit by this time. And business people, you have to, you know, to meet payroll. We have to have it in by Friday this date. Has to be done on time or people don't get paid. People don't get paid. No one shows up. No one works, right? So that's um, another big thing when it comes down to accountability and having a good team behind you. Yeah. One of, which is, again, one of the biggest things. You talking about payroll. Yeah, you show up and work all those hours and don't have all your hours in by this deadline. You're not going to get paid as much as you're supposed to. And then you're going to be mad that your check is missing some money. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to be trying to call payroll and be like, why am I missing money on my check? And then you missed the deadline. Right. (laughs) You you missed the deadline. And you're like, it's your fault now. You can't blame it on anybody else. It's now your fault because you're supposed to have all of your hours in by Friday at 3 o'clock. And then you get paid by next Wednesday at 3 o'clock. And mm-hmm. then you check that payment, that direct deposit or that check or whatever. And you're like, wait, I'm missing hours. Did you clock in those hours? I thought I did. One, you thought you did. Mm-hmm. Did you? And then you're like, yeah, I did. And then did you update your hours before we told you to? No, I updated them on Saturday. The deadline was 
Friday at three. Yeah. And then that's another time, that's another place where we get bogged down and that kind of hurts us is that we have this deadline and then we're like, oh, well, we can kind of squeeze it in after that time. I'll, I'll do it on the same day, but I'll squeeze it in at that time or maybe a little bit after that time, maybe an hour later. And then you're, you're looking really stupid when they can't trust you. Like you said, that accountability comes now with trust. And once you've broken that accountability or once you've broken that trust because you promised and you promoted this thing and it's not out, you're like, well, now there's nobody here to support me. You wonder why? Because you didn't keep the deadline you said you were. I was expecting a project to be out by this time and now it's not. Yeah. And now you're making me or now you're making yourself look really bad and nobody wants to back you because nobody can trust you because you can't trust yourself. And I think that's one of the biggest things. You played yourself. You played yourself. <laughs> it's, it's that, again, that self-control that I was talking about. And if you don't have self-control, I don't care how much you said you were going to set a deadline. I don't care how much you've written it down. You still have to control yourself enough to put down your phone, to not go to this party, to, to not take a nap, to not just go, in, go out because everybody else is going out, but to actually experience FOMO and realize that there is something big that's going to come out of you having FOMO the, or, or missing out on something. And then you're like, actually, this was more worth it. Mm-hmm. I get more benefit run. for this. I had a deadline. I needed to meet it. You talk to some of my other friends and they talk about how they were you know, going to be working on this project or this project is coming out soon. And how many times they've missed parties, how many times they've missed going just out to eat. Because they needed to get this done. Because I have this deadline. And now they're some of the biggest people. And one of the main people I'm talking about ended up on the Forbes the Forbes list. No one on the Forbes list procrastinated and didn't adhere to deadlines. Just to say that. And because <laughs> if they did, we can't tell. Because in order for you to be on that Forbes list, you, you can't be a slacker. You can't be a procrastinator. You have to be a hustle. You have to be working hard. You have to be like, yep, deadline. Here you go. You know what? Actually, this is two days before the deadline. I've already done it. What else you got at me? And then now, not only the, that you're ahead of this deadline, now you can get ahead of your other deadlines. And then you don't get jam smacked with everything. Because you can have all these five projects do this one deadline. And then you're like, oh, when am I going to do this? And then you try to do it all at once, and then half of it fail, and then you can't do it, and then you fall asleep, and then you don't turn something in, or something don't get done, and you're like, freak, man, what, what, what do I do? And now it's kind of all on you, because if you've gotten ahead of the curve and you started doing all of these things, you, you could have got it done. And you would have been ahead of everything. And you'd be like, ah, I'm going to just chill. I always, I'm not going to lie. I was one of those kids in, in high school where I did it and had it turned in before, way before it was due. And everybody else struggling to turn it in. And I'm just looking at them like, ah, y'all are stupid idiots. <laughs> Mine been done. I just had to write this scene that had to be, had to have stage combat in it. Had to have a fight in it. And we had to learn to fight, rehearse the fight rehearse the scene but this scene was due on this day and then the big performance was due on this day the day that we got assigned the scene was the day the scene was done everybody else at the last minute what am i gonna write my scene about whoa man dang we still gotta practice we we still gotta do this my scene's done do you need help 
no, we got it. Come to like maybe a few, uh, maybe a week, uh, the week of, and they're like, hey, do, do you got an idea of like something I can use to like write my scene about? Like it's due and like we haven't even rehearsed, we haven't even practiced, we haven't like even worked on the fight. But you knew of this deadline and you did not do the work to get to it or before it. And now this deadline, think of the deadline as Jason. Every time you don't do something, you trip and fall and he gets closer. That's true. That's so true. And then it feels like you've kind of... That's just a really good analogy. (laughs) Honestly, I don't know where that analogy came from just now, but it's the truth. You imagine that as a killer. Imagine your deadline as a killer. Mm. And the more you miss or the more you you procrastinate, the more you trip and fall and the closer that killer gets. And the more you can't run because you keep tripping and falling. Hmm. But you get it done. You're off. You're running. You're safe. You don't die. But when you get to that deadline, it kind of feels like I just died because it hurts you. you. I don't care who says, man, I didn't care about that anyway. Yes, you did. It really sucked that you missed it. It really sucked that you didn't turn it in. In yourself, it did. It's, it, you're thinking about it. And so you can't, if you didn't care, you wouldn't even think about it. You'd be like, oh, didn't do it. Oh, well, on to the next. But everybody has taken that time to be like, dang, I didn't turn that in. Dang, I had time to do it. I didn't do it. I went to sleep. And then you kind of start beating up yourself because you, you know what happened. You know why it happened. And then you're like... Uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. No accountability. No exactly. Accountability there was yourself. no accountability there. But maybe if you start making these analogies and you call your deadline as a your deadline as a killer, every time you push it back, you trip and fall. You think about die. it as a scary movie. <laughs> okay, listen. I don't know what these people be tripping over, but there be nothing there. So just imagine if I they take their time to run. But a person that's really about surviving, they are speeding out of there because they don't want to die. A person that's like, oh, my God, I'm tired. Oh, my God, he's coming. Let me run again. But then those are people like, oh, I'm going to survive. So they speed and they get out of there. Mm -hmm. They don't take breaths. They don't take time to be like, I need to catch my breath. I'm tired. They're gone. And then there's those people that take their breath and take time and trip over something, trip over something. And sometimes it could be nothing. (laughs) And then they fall. And then this deadline catches up with them or that killer catches up with them. And then, bam, they're dead. Now what? And to anyone playing the drinking game, they're going to be drunk as shit by this point. I, I... How many deadline count? I don't even know how many times we said deadlines in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, we didn't even keep up with it. But I mean, overall, point blank, period. You need to either force yourself to learn to make moves. The lesson, the lesson that I learned, the lesson that I learned is one that has helped me throughout my beginning career or even now, is forcing deadlines. We get these deadlines and we think it's okay to just chill and be like, yep, it's all way over there. Do you know that it's already April of 2019 and it feels like it was just January? Say I had a deadline, a big deadline due in June. It's already April 
What? Yeah. This year's going by fast. Oh, and it's going to keep going fast. And it's going to get faster. And then June is going to be here. And I'm going to be like, F, man. Like, no way. Like, oh, man, this is due. And I'm nowhere close to being finished. You just miss one of your big opportunities. Say that I keep talking about acting because that's my industry. That's our industry. So, like, if I had this big opportunity to, to stand in front of all of these, like, Maybe a hundred or so producers and executive producers and people that were willing to pitch in and, you know, support your project or do this. And this was your big pitch date. You got note of this December 2018. And then you're like, okay, I know what I want to do. Cool. I know what I should be finished. All right. January gets here. Oh, man. The big pitch is coming up. It's February. Maybe I should start working on it. It's March. Man, I really got to start working on that pitch. It's April. Oh, my God. It's getting so close. It's the end of May. Dude, this pitch is coming up, and I don't even have anything yet. June gets here. Oh, crap. It's in a few days. And then you throw something together, and then nobody wants to invest in a piece of trash that you just put together before you walked in here 10 minutes ago. And again, your credibility is done at that point. It's done, diminished. And like you just missed an opportunity for your big project or to be in front of all these million or or this hundred of producers and, and execs. You just missed so many movies. You missed so many TV shows because they have a say of who's casted. So, you know, I mean, yeah, I'm also pitching, but also I'm an actor. They don't want to cast me because I wasn't even ready for the pitch that I learned about last year. And now I'm standing in front of them, can't, and I'm blank, dumb deer in headlights. And they're like, you're, you're going to say something? You're, you're going to show us something? Actually, I've been having a lot of stuff going on. You know about this since December. What have you been doing since December when you found out? It's been January, February, March, April, May. That's five months. If you learned about it at the beginning of December, I got it. It it was Christmas. Cool. It was New Year's. Cool. And you have nothing. Nobody wants to work with you. Nobody wants to listen to anything you do. And it's all because... Then you got to ask yourself, what have you been doing this whole five months? Exactly. And then that's a big question. You wasted five months of your life. Something that could have had you set for a lifetime. A lot of the times, too, as you said earlier, that's the times people are going out to party. Mm -hmm. They're going out to eat. You know, know, it's again, you always need time to mingle and stuff like that. But you got to clamp down. Right. And it's it's funny that you said that because writing... Writing dates or putting dates in the calendar and setting deadlines forces me to find the time to get my crap together, Mm -hmm. to get everything together. It may be like stressful sometimes or maybe hard to like break or it may be easier to break goals down small into smaller pieces. Like you said, those smaller things add up. They add it's up. Like life is a game of inches. To, to, to bigger success. And you take those small deadlines, those soft deadlines, 
you add them up, they make this one great big deadline. And that's the thing. People, when they see people of success, they don't see all the small things they've done to that point. They just see the end product. They think that this, say, for an actor, oh, they just they just went to Hollywood and they got a big movie. Yeah. That's all they had to do. They didn't see this all the auditions, all the times they got rejected, all the deadlines that they had to adhere to. We post. We lose we, touch of those small things. We post the pro. We post the product and not the process. Mm-hmm. And it's that's what I'm trying to switch as well. That's why I'm trying to post as much of the process as possible. And I hope this podcast achieves that as well. We can talk about it on a daily basis on what we're actually going through, mm-hmm. so we can show people that you know, yeah, it's. Uh, there's a good end product coming, but there's a sm- lot of small steps that have gone into this. Exactly. And, I mean, we've kind of already said it all, but to really end it and hit the nail on the head, I believe is the thing. Or nail on the coffin? Or the nail on the coffin. There's probably many things. The hammer on the coffin? I don't know. Anyway, you get what we were saying. Deadlines are always easier to follow when they are public and you're held accountable for them. So grab a calendar and set deadlines, grab a partner, tell somebody that you can trust to help you keep those deadlines and make great products. That's all we've been saying the whole time. Don't let the killer, don't, don't get killed, basically is what I'm saying. Don't, don't be I'm, I'm going to use that just for the record. I'm going to steal that. <laughs> I like that whole analogy of Jason. So, Well, you know what you should do? You should use that analogy. I'll give you a proper credit, of course. You should definitely put it on your Instagram, and you should put me, quote it. Done. Just saying. Done. That'd be cool. But I hope you guys really enjoyed this conversation about setting deadlines, meeting deadlines, and all the other stuff that you heard in between that might have been just a bunch of words. It's funny because like on our thing here, it doesn't say an actual time count, but I'm pretty sure we like doubled the time of what we were anticipating of doing, so... I'm sure. We did at least an hour. We're, we're like projecting a half hour, but that means it was a good conversation. Exactly. So. And that's what we talked about before yeah. about we set soft deadlines, even in the making of these episodes, yeah. where we're like, this is going to be this time limit, this is going to be this time limit, and it's going to make this big one podcast. Yeah. We, we, it's an, we're not just talking about this. We're actually doing this. And that's one of the other bigger things about it is don't just talk about it. Do it. Mm-hmm. Be, be, practice what you preach that's another big one big thing is to practice what you preach so guys again i hope you really enjoyed this podcast and if you want to join in on the conversation join us on twitter instagram and facebook at self-approved pd tell us what you thought about it would want to talk about what you want us to hear tell us how actually tell us if there's, killed you. if there's anything of your process that you can add, anything that you do to help meet your deadlines. Because everybody's process process isn't the same. I think that's the goal of this podcast is to build a community around this. But you must remember that this podcast is only tips and think of them as maybe guidelines. But whatever fits you, take that and apply it to you. Don't change who you are. Take these things and enhance who you are. Damn. Oh, was that good? That was good. Good way to just end it. <laughs> well, thank you. Guys, we must not go any further before we thank Anchor for being our host of our podcast. This platform, Anchor, is the easiest way to make your podcast ever. 
Literally, their mission is to democratize audio. We believe everyone should be able to have their voices heard, regardless of their background or experience level. If you ever try to start a podcast, you know all the logistical barriers that stand in your way. At Anchor, that doesn't even matter. We aim to remove all those barriers. Our goal is to make podcasting easy and fun without sacrificing the quality every podcaster deserves. You should go to anchor.fm and start your podcast today if you want to create a podcast. We all should be allowed to say what we want, right? Start your own podcast. And you can go to anchor.fm. Start your podcast. I promise you, it's as easy as one, two, three, and ABC. Thank you for tuning in to the Self-Approved Podcast and getting to learn about our new host, finding out about why deadlines are so important to set. But one last thing before you go, make sure you go over to our social media on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Self-Approved PD. Join in on the conversation. Share your tips and tricks of how you set deadlines and how you keep them. And... Make sure you go and spread this podcast everywhere. Tag us in it, post it, tweet it, whatever you need to do. Make sure the babies know about it, your grandmother know about it. Everybody should know about this podcast. Again, thank you for tuning in. It's been a pleasure. Bye-bye.